This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Again, we, we pick our moments with the extra stuff, or the not the extra, the emergency hangouts. Those big moments in it, you know? Yeah, yeah. This might be the biggest moment in football since Neymar. I was thinking about this pause. I was I was on the toilet. Have have we covered anything as big as this? Because this could alter dramatically the course of football in the sense that Chelsea are a top ten club in the in in the world. Three of them you can't buy, at least four even. You can't buy Juventus. I don't think. You can't buy Madrid. You can't buy Barcelona. You can't buy Bayern. So the clubs that you can buy are PSG, United, City, Liverpool, Arsenal, and Chelsea. And those don't come available or won't come available for a long time. So this situation that's happened with Russia and Ukraine has made a top 10 European club available for sale or to be bought. That won't happen for a long, long time. So do, do you need me to read the statement or would it be proper to read the statement before we... I, I, no, I think for the for the listeners, I think for All context, right. we would just to... Damn, they made you accept the cookies, bro? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, monster, man. I hate that shit, man. Just like, get this thing out of my way. Well, who knows what's in the in the small print? All right. This is verbatim from the Chelsea site. I would like, and this is from Roman Abramovich or his representatives. I would like to address the speculation in media over the past few days in relation to my ownership of Chelsea FC. As I have stated before, I have, I have always taken decisions with the club's best interest at heart. In the current situation, I have therefore taken the decision to sell the club as I believe this is in the best interest of the club, the fans, the employees, as well as the club sponsors and partners. So that's the main part. Then we get into like black text. The sale of the club will not be fast-tracked, but will follow due process. I will not be asking for any loans to be repaid. This has never been about business nor money for me, but about pure passion for the game and club. 
Moreover, I have instructed my team to set up a charitable foundation where all net profits from the sale will be donated. The foundation will be for the benefit of all victims of the war in Ukraine. This includes providing critical funds towards the urgent and immediate needs of victims, as well as supporting the long-term work of recovery. Please know that this has been an incredibly difficult decision to make, and it pains me to part with the club in this manner. However, I do believe this is in the best interest of the club. I hope that I will be able to visit Stanford Bridge one last time to say goodbye to all of you in person. It has been a privilege of a lifetime to be part of Chelsea FC, and I am proud of all of our joint achievements. Chelsea Football Club and its supporters will always be in my heart. Thank you, Roman. So that's the statement. I'll just I'll, I'll hand it over to you. What from that statement stands out the most? Or should we break it down sentence by sentence? No, no, because I thought that's what we were probably going to... I mean, but if you're asking that, I think, um, obviously, the biggest thing apart from the sale is the sale of the club will not be fast-tracked, but will follow due process. Mm. So, basically, my brother sends me this, because my brother, he's basically, it's funny, like, my older brother is like, Abramovich is, this guy is fully complicit. This guy has to be fully gone. This guy is a tyrant. He's, he's fully involved <laughs> in the prison regime. And I'm sort of like half and half of like, yeah, but well, but you know, but then you're doing research and like, oh geez, this is this guy advised Boris Yeltsin. I might be with your brother here. Yeah, Putin. So like, <laughs> and then, then we, and we were now getting to how Putin acquired his money. Is like, okay, oh yeah. I mean, we 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 can get into that. I think I have the details pretty much. Yeah, I mean, okay. So, so but you see, my thing is, this is us. So there's this thing called PMQs in England where the um, opposition and people drill the prime minister with questions and so on. He has basically answer. Yep. And Kerstama is the leader of the opposition, the Labour. And mm-hmm. he said to Brother, bro, when is Bramwich getting sanctioned? When are the sanctions coming? Like, bro, he has to be, be, be sanctioned. So I think that time is of the essence, you know, and I okay, do think that... Kids. <laughs> Was it? I said, okay, with kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, 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 because he's like, look, man, Guys are like, no, you have to pretty much, you know, like this, it's 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 getting real right now. So I do feel that it is going to be fast-tracked because they are closing down on close on freezing every single piece of his assets and so forth. And you see, my thing is that I said we are in a sanction war now, which may now go into a cyber war. Hopefully, don't we won't go to a physical war, but we are already now in the war of sanctions, and we're all gonna suffer. In terms of high energy costs and, and so forth and, and everything. So this sanction war has already begun between Europe and Russia. And my thing is not only Russians involved in like this is a guy who is literally like freaking next to Putin, where they say like their relationship is like father and son. <laughs> yeah. So when he made the initial statement, and this was days ago, because I did a video from my friend's house, and I was like, it's it's done. Because, oh, no, don't be so reactionary and so forth. Oh, look, man, Roman is just done. He's stepping away, but he's still not relinquishing control. As I say, no, it's done. It's finished. Putin is going to take over Ukraine. And when he does that, we are going to be within a sanction war between Europe and Russia, which means that any and everything Russian, business, entertainment, music, sports, is going to be cut off by Europe. And Russia will do likewise. So, Abraham and Chelsea, that's done. (laughs) <laughs> because Aramich yeah. is a guy who is literally embedded into the Russian regime and who made money from the fall of the Soviet Union. So 
so your line that that you'll pick up from here is the sale of the club will not be fast tracked, but you don't think that's true. No, you you think it's going to be fast tracked. Yeah, hundred percent. My line is, I mean, you know, what, actually, let's let's because it's it's in the it's in the start. So if you could scroll to the top, we'll get there in due time, and I'll just tell you when. So. I would like to address the speculation in the media over the past few days in relation in relation to my ownership of Chelsea FC. Well, that speculation was caused due to the statement that you put before that you're going to give or, or relinquish control of the club essentially to the the members of the Chelsea Foundation, so Bruce Buck, Marina, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So that sentence is it is what it is. As I have stated before, I've always taken decisions with the club's best interest at heart. That's fine. In the current situation, I've therefore taken the decision to sell the club, as I believe this is in the best interest of the club, the fans, the employees, and this is my part, as well as the club's sponsors and partners. I don't know if you saw this today, that like EA Sports and FIFA, they've taken out the Russian teams, the Russian national team. Um, Nike and Adidas have done weird, not weird things, but they're, they're included in this sanction war that you mentioned. Chelsea are sponsored by Nike. I mean, you can see up in the top right-hand corner, they're sponsored by three, which I think is like telecommunications company, sponsored by Trivago. There's many different, those are the main three, but there are many different sponsors. I wonder if the pressure from just the corporate is the main piece here. Chelsea aren't a viable how would you put it? Company, because it's a business at the end of the day. How viable are Chelsea if you if Nike just like we're we're canceling our sponsorship because of Abramovich's ties with Chelsea? Then that decreases the value of the club. So in Roman's mind, it's um, it's a race against time, which is kind of where I, I feel you on the fast track part. Because if these sp- corporate sponsors start to pull back from Chelsea because of the the link with him and Putin. Then if I try to sell the club, it's not really a valuable asset anymore to whoever might take it next. If there's no Nike, if there's no three, if there's no Trivago or or whoever it would be. So, yeah, he might care about the fans and the employees, etc. But really, you need to sell now (laughs) because it could get way worse, especially if what you uh, allude to in Parliament is taken seriously by Boris Johnson and the and the and I was going to call them the Labour Party, the Conservative Party. That's 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 where we are. Um. As for your brother, <laughs> this is the, I don't feel bad for Abramovich because I know how he got his money, and I know what he does with his money outside of football. So in that way, I don't feel bad that like it's coming to an end. Like outside of the footballing aspect of it, it's my sadness is purely on the whole football. football thing yeah, the, the, the footballing aspect. The the good times are gone. <laughs> it's because <laughs> of Chelsea buying, paying, and now if they could get an American on a board, but like if we're not oh, talking man. real talk and everything, it's like. <laughs> okay, put put. put, 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 put see, see, here's the thing. Like, which is why I feel like explain to guys before that. Yeah, this is even before I read what I read. If a guy was an advisor to Boris Yeltsin mm-hmm. and advised Boris Yeltsin that Putin should be your successor and has, been, has fully embedded in the Russian government and so forth. How the bloody hell 
would England, where Chelsea is still an English brand, mm -hmm. allow that brand to be associated with someone so close to Putin's regime that have just attacked a European sovereign nation? It's simple math. <laughs> you have, know. Have, have you heard, and this doesn't just relate to football necessarily, mm. but if you look at a lot of the, the property that's in London, like high value real estate, a lot of them, nobody lives in them. You have these million upwards, perhaps of a billion pound lots of land in London, and nobody lives in them. Chinese, Russians, and other, I guess, rich people buy up the real estate in these like nice places in Northwest London, wherever the case may be. Abramovich is the face because of he's so close to Putin. But I wonder if you did like a microscopic investigation of who owns xyz in these places you'd probably find a lot of so-called oligarchs or would-be oligarchs because chelsea as you say is an english brand and it's it's the biggest club in london right now not historically obviously i think that's still arsenal but they're the most recent one to win the league champions league all of that they're the best performing club and roman has he's been known to put a lot of money in the club so he's somebody who would obviously be, if not an easy target, the primary target of like, we're actually doing something about this. So who's the biggest name we can go for that's in our backyard? And it's probably Abramovich. But the reason I don't feel bad for him, after the fall of the Soviet Union, if you, I don't need to do an, uh, an economics course here, but if you have a communist state, that means the government owns and controls the means of production. So everything that is made and produced is not in private hands, but it, it's in the hands of the government. Once the Soviet Union fell in 1989, 1991, all of the things that were owned by the government then had to be privatized for them to make the appearance of we're not communist anymore, we're, we're joining back into a more capitalistic economic system. But Yeltsin, he needed money for his campaign. So what he did was, I think it was a, a loans for something program that basically these millionaire people gave Yeltsin millions of dollars of loans so he could run his campaign. And they got favorable lottery, basically all nickel, oil, energy like all of these things that were once private or that were once owned by the government when they were privatized it was like who do we give this to so these dudes gave yeltsin money on the side maybe like i don't know 50 100 million and then he gave them contracts to these multi-billion dollar entities that were once owned by the, the soviet state and because he was chummy with yeltsin he got access to the russian oil so Sivnet, I think is what it was called. And that was like a billion pounds, euro, whatever, entity. So that's how the dude got his money. And then <laughs> because he was so close with Yeltsin, he was like, you know what? I think Putin would be good to put in. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, that's kind of how it happened. So, Again, outside of the footballing element, if you look at what he does with like Israel and 
funding these groups, these Zionist groups that go into Palestine and take land by force. It's it's a nasty it's a nasty thing. So um, at least from from my political perspective, other people might have different views on that. But for for me, it's gross. So um, the heck. Oh, what is? I have no idea. Someone was calling me randomly, man. No, no, no. What is the what is the song? Is that Star Wars? Batman? Oh no, it's um it's um Captain America, man. Oh, okay. <laughs> it sounds I knew it was a superhero movie of some kind. I'm like, I don't know which, but that's your ringtone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, my, it's, my, it's my ringtone. Man. My ringtone is just the standard, you know, the 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 one you hear in all the Apple things. I've never changed it, but yeah. Again, so that's that's my heart can't bleed for the man. I only feel slightly bad because in terms of just ownership of a football club, I don't think there's been a better one. Because how he won his money or got his money, he has so much of it that it's not about business. And he said that from the very start, maybe even the week of him buying the club. For me, it's not about business. It's not about making money. It's about winning trophies and basically having fun. It's a toy for him. And since he's not selling the club because he's in dire straits, it's more just fiscal responsibility, I'm assuming. He doesn't have to worry about what other billionaires might. Because for him, it's, hey, it's it's an L, but I'm good. <laughs> and he's run the club like that for almost 20 years, which means whoever comes in is a downgrade on the footballing aspect. You might get a better person. But again, you nobody makes a billion dollars being a good a good guy, right? So you said your brother was sending you research about like his his ties with Putin and that. Yeah, no, no. He's just saying that like, look, man, this guy is part of that whole consortium of guys who pretty much made pretty much make money off of Putin's regime. Mm. So he's fully one hundred percent directly embedded now. So yeah. This guy has to be fully, fully sanctioned. And he was like, Why hasn't Bramovich come out and fully condemned everything that he's doing and and so forth, you know. And I was like, hey, look, how, what, what can I say? I mean, like, yeah, he went to have peace talks and stuff, but if a guy is literally your mate and your guy, <laughs> you know, you're not going to come out and say, oh, man, this guy's a loser. You'll just say the international... Because I think he's part Ukrainian, Abramovich. Oh, is it? I, th- I think so. I think he's part U- Ukrainian, you know, so... Wow. Um, well, that would explain... Well, we'll... we'll... We'll get into it when we keep reading. So if you could scroll down for me or up, I guess, on the back. Um, The sale of the club will not be fast-tracked, but will follow due process. Now, the skeptical side of me when I first read that was, well, maybe he's just saying this. And if you're not going to fast-track it, you buy yourself a year or two and maybe things change or the board changes and not the, the club's board, but just like the map changes and maybe you win more time as things go on. So I was thinking just maybe he's saying this to get in the good graces and we don't need to touch him yet because he already knows. Um, but then the more I think about it, I'm like, nah, that's, that's not happening. Like it's, it's over. <laughs> um I will not be asking for any loans to be repaid. Now that's that to me is interesting as well. 
What do you make of that? Um, yeah, I mean, like, because I think they said, like, the, the, the loan is, like, they, he still owed, like, one point something bill or something. And I'm like, freak. So if you're not taking that, look, the guy, the guy, the guy has liquid cash. When a guy is this rich and so forth, he cannot, I told you, there are businessmen, then there's Abramovich, the Sheik Manso, and those guys. Those are two very different kinds of people with, with money. Mm-hmm. Like the guys with Shark Tank ain't Abramovich. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like those guys on Shark Tank, those are businessmen. Very successful, but those are businessmen. Abramovich, Sheik Manso, these guys are different, bro. This mm-hmm. is liquid cash. <laughs> So dealing with a very, very different kind of guy with money. You, you know, when they come up with the reports every year and they say, you know, such and such club is in debt or they haven't made profit and they kind of tie it or it is tied to FFP. And nearly every year, except for one or two, I think Chelsea have made a net loss and the narrative gets built that Chelsea are going in debt and there's debt and there's debt and there's debt and there's debt. And people make a big deal out of this. I've always had the assumption that, or the belief, because I always knew this was coming. I didn't know it would come like this. But whoever buys the club from Abramovich will be rich or have access to a lot of money or capital. So when the club is purchased from Abramovich, the person who buys the club will be buying the debt. The same mm. way that Obramovich had to buy the debt from Ken Bates. You know what I mean? So Ken Bates bought the club for a pound, I think in the 70s or the 80s. And the club was in big debt. That's why he got it for a pound. Then in 2003, Obramovich buys Chelsea for $300 million, And then he paid off the debt. And then the club basically started from zero. And then they got into debt actually building the club into you know a European superpower. The person or group or bank, really, that's going to buy Chelsea Football Club is going to take whatever loans, if it's $1.5 billion, whatever the case is, like their money is going to pay that off. You know, so if, if, if Abramovich is asking for, let's, let's, let's say, three billion pounds, then that means that 1.5 is gone of debt. And Abramovich then gets 1.5 billion net, and then he's saying that he will donate that net to victims of the war. He doesn't say where. So again, I've never bought into Chelsea are in massive debt problems. There's huge debt problems. It's like if if he can float it, then when it's time to sell, everything goes back to zero. It's just a big reset. So then he goes into this has never been about business nor money for me, but about pure passion for the game and the club. That's what that's what hurts if you're a Chelsea fan. Is that that's true. It's not just talk. And to an extent, not being about business or money has hurt the club because he's so passionate about winning that some of the decisions he makes are so short term that it doesn't even make fiscal sense. Like at one point they were paying like <laughs> Ancelotti, Vias Boas, Di Matteo, Rafa Benitez, all at the same time. A, a logical business wouldn't do that. Daniel Levy would never be put in a situation where he's paying, I don't think like four or five managers at the same time. 
the his passion for the game has led to bad footballing decisions. But I think you'd rather have that than the opposite. You know. Yeah. How good of a how good of a football owner do you think he's been over 20 years? Oh, excellent. It's what everybody would 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 want in a football owner, man. Like I mean, he's a guy that's puts the football team first way. He's a generally football fan and he generally wants to win. Hmm. And that's because he's not a businessman. Like him, Sheik Mansour, the sort of, they're not businessmen. And really, those are those are actually the best kind of owners to have. Guys and all guys who are ex- so rich, it's not a business; it's a passion. But people like Cronky and the Glazers, these are businessmen. So you for them, they're you... like, oh, they the business. So do you know? And there's no better and more secure business because I say, the football club, it's an inelastic product. You see, an elastic product fluctuates based on demand and trend. And an inelastic product always maintains. So groceries, um, toiletries, those are inelastic. You will always need them. Mm -hmm. The football fan will always support their club, win, lose, or draw. They will always support their club and go to the stadium. So it's it's one of the most secure businesses to have. So The Cronkies and... Glazers and even the name like Fenway Sports Group, they come from the position that sports is my business or our business. Like the the idea of owning a club is how I make my money. The Sheikh Mansours, the Roman Abramoviches of the world, they make their money through other means and then buy fun things. And for them, the fun thing is the huge yacht, the mega mansion, the football club, the fast cars, and all those types of things. The worry for Chelsea is, is Roman going to sell the club to someone who has the same kind of financial situation as him? Or is his club going to be sold to a sports group? where they use sports to make their money. If that's the case, then Chelsea will fall into the same hole, perhaps, as Arsenal do or have. Mm. If you're selling to somebody who just football is a passion of theirs and they don't need to be in football, they just want to be, there'll be change, but it won't be too drastic. If you're selling it to someone who, the way I make my money is by owning sports teams and just taking advantage of the passion that you mentioned, then you're in a <laughs> like Chelsea fans won't be happy for the next, you know, 20, 30, 40 years. It's not good on a footballing aspect because the the devil you know is better than the one you don't in this in this instance. It could be better, but it probably won't be as is where I'm at with it. Moreover, I have instructed my team to set up a charitable charitable foundation where all net profits from the sale will be donated. The foundation will be for the benefit of all victims of the war in Ukraine. This includes providing critical funds towards the urgent and immediate needs of the victims as well as supporting the long-term work of recovery. So let's say Roman gets his number. Let's say it's $3 billion. You pay off the $1.5 million in debt. That means you have $1.5 billion in net profits, I guess. Um, or for him, it would be one point two billion because he paid three hundred million for the club. So I guess he'd take that back. I don't know. Um, but yeah, one and a half billion to a foundation 
yet unnamed yet to be created but um you know as with everything we've seen the past week this is clearly pr public relations it's like i'm not involved in the killing of ukrainians guys so it, i'm just gonna give money and hopefully that'll make everybody feel better <laughs> maybe that's 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 what that is because at the end of the day, Abramovich will want to continue to do business. And he I, I don't think you can be seen as, you know, an international pariah because nobody will want to do business with you. So I think you have to do things like that where like, look, I gave upwards of a billion pounds is the currency we're talking to that cause. So hopefully that can smooth over some of the, the rough patches. It's it's incredible to be that rich, though. To where one 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 and a half billion, let's say, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know, scary. That's that's nuts. Um, please know this has been an incredibly difficult decision to make, and it pains me to part with the club in this manner. However, I do believe this is in the best interest of the club. Um, you know, that's that's a filler sentence, I think. Um. I hope that one day I'll be able to visit Stanford Bridge one last time to say goodbye to all of you in person. <sighs> you think that's going to happen? No, no, as I said, doubtful, man. I mean, well, not maybe in the far future, but in the near future, I think like he's, it's, it's about to get out of UK as, as soon as possible, man. Do you remember, when, when was it that Chelsea were going to build a new stadium? Was that 2017, 2018? And then, and then some agent or some was it a British person that got killed? And they said that the Russian government did it using some poison or something. Basically, somebody got poisoned on British soil. I'm too ignorant to know the details, but this is the gist. And someone was poisoned slash killed on British soil. The British government fingered um, the Russians. And because the Russians did a hostile act on British soil, they kind of what we're seeing now, they went after Abramovich because he's the most, I don't know, heralded Russian of note that has business dealings in the UK. Um, him and the guy with uh, that used to be with Arsenal and Everton, Uzmanov, I think, those two. So he pulled the plug on I think it was going to be 1 billion stadium. So right now Stanford Bridge holds maybe 40k if that or just over maybe just over 40k. And he was going to basically dismantle Stanford Bridge, dig deeper, add 20,000 seats and obviously the pitch can't move because the pitch owners own the pitch but um, you know, that was going to be a huge investment. And I guess he was like, well, if you're going to ban me from the country and all of that, I'm just going to take my, my investment and I'm not going to do it. So it's crazy to think he was thinking of a huge long-term project, not maybe three, four years ago. Now he's selling. Sometimes you don't get to say goodbye the way you want, you know? And yeah. I think we, we all have instances of that in our life where, I don't know, a person just leaves before their time or you couldn't make it in time and you just you never get to say goodbye the way you want. 
in this case, I don't think it'll be that drastic. Like eventually he'll come back to Stanford Bridge and everybody will clap him and all of that. But you know, it can't be easy. But you know, again, my heart can't break for it. You know, yeah, I can yeah, empathize. Yeah, I mean, like, look for me, they are more pressing matters, man. But I said again, like this was inevitable. It had to happen, man. Mm. So we're uh, it's been a it's been a privilege of a lifetime to be part of Chelsea FC, and I'm proud of all of our joint achievements. Chelsea Football Club and its supporters will always be in my heart. Thank you, bro. So there's the statement. We went through it. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. What's next for Chelsea, Double H? Just have to get the right owners, man. You know, like if it's American owners, <laughs> not good. <laughs> After hopefully, uh, you have to hope that it's like Arab owners, man. So getting the right owners is is, is, is key. Or Chelsea could just end up like Arsenal, man. <laughs> Part of me thinks this could actually be a good thing. It's totally dependent on Roman himself or whoever he hires to sell the club because he's not going to do this himself. He's too rich to like go out and actually interview people himself. So he's going to hire a firm. They're going to go out and they're going to get the best offers. Hopefully they don't do like the the blind thing. You know what I'm talking about? Where it's like you, re- you receive a bunch of bids. You don't know who the bids are from. And the highest number wins. Hopefully, they don't do it that way. We're like, you know, we receive five bids. We've got one that's two billion, one two point two, one two point four, one two point six, one three. The person who had three, they win. And then you you don't get to pick. Like, hopefully, he's involved enough to where you know he's picking who gets it. And again, if indeed it's been a privilege of a lifetime and you know he's proud of all of these achievements and the, the club will always be in his heart and all of that well your last act as chelsea owner is not selling necessarily it's choosing who buys it from you and that's maybe different it's the same thing but it's different like you get to pick who you sell it to Ken Bates probably could have sold it to a bunch of other people. He picked Abramovich. That was a good decision. (laughs) Some clubs aren't so lucky. Abramovich has to make sure that if he wants the work and the money that he's put into the club over the last 20 years, almost, if you want that to count for something, you can't give it to somebody who will piss it away for pursuit of profit. Like You have to find somebody who is similarly minded as you. What are your plans for the club? What are you going to do with it? Not just if his if his idea or goal is to make as much money as possible, then I can guarantee you an American consortium backed by JP Morgan or you know 
one of those big banks are going to come in with the leverage scheme that the Glazers got or and are still doing with Manchester United. <laughs> you take a huge loan out on the club, and that's how you get it, and then you just keep paying off the debt, but you never really pay it off. Because as I said, the person who's going to buy it from you, as the asset increases, they will pay off your debt, essentially. And what you do in the meantime is you siphon off as much profit as you can. Or you use the club to buy other things. So I think Kroenke does that with Arsenal, where he uses Arsenal as, I don't know, leverage, collateral? I don't know what the word is. But... You can just basically go to a bank and say, I have Arsenal. It's worth this much money. So you can give me this much money. And then I can put money into Denver Nuggets or LA Rams, the stadium that's in Inglewood, California. I'm pretty sure Arsenal were used as leverage in order to get more money from the bank. So. <sighs> <laughs> Wrong button. <laughs> so yeah, like Abramovich has to be this this is this is the true test of how much you care. It's almost easy to put a bunch of money while you own the thing. Now's now's your real tests. Cause you could you could sell it to anyone you want to that has the money. Yeah. So so now now we get to figure out is it really is it about the cat? Is it is, is it true what you say, that it's not about money? If that's the truth, you could sell it for just as, as, as much money to cover your debt and to make sure that your promise to the Ukraine is fulfilled. If that's true, then that might knock the number down to like $2 billion. <laughs> As if that's a small amount of money. But you could bring a lot more dedicated players into the game if you knock your number down a bit. But like that Swiss dude said, he said Abramovich is asking for a lot. So that makes me wonder all this rhetoric about, uh, you know, it's not about the money. Come on, man. <laughs> it's always about the money. So Going to make that cash, man. But look, man, this is the end of an era, man. The end of an era. So as we close, how would you sum up the Roman empire the roman era the roman thing um no he was a game changer because i remember when he first came in and so for like wow look look at how much these guys are spending with ranieri when ranieri built that super team and he's like yeah it it was it was new for and i think he sets the precedence for shikman so the psg owners and for and for all of these particular kinds of owners to come in and to buy a clock, they're like, wow, man, like, I can actually have my team. And rather than just, like, spend money on, like, hotels, lavish things, let me, let me actually have my own f- football team and go through the amazing drama that it is of winning and losing and trying to win trophies as a, a football club that, that I own. So he was, like, a maverick in that sense, man. But the real is a real, man. Your past will always come up, will, will always catch up to you, bro. And that's how life works. Like the past will always catch up to you. Yeah. And that's what has happened to him. You know, we're just old enough. You're a little bit older than me. I won't give numbers, but we remember Chelsea before him. Mm. Me, barely, but, you know, a year or two. You've been there again a little bit longer than me. So, you know, you have memories of what it's like to not have him around. 
Yeah. I do, what, what, but, but they're not what? concrete. Most most of these most of the listeners to our podcast, I would guess, are younger than me, which would make no. I mean, basically, I told you. I remember the days of losing three one to Bradford City. Dean win that's brace. brace. <laughs> Hopefully that doesn't get muddled on the on the record, and people oh. will know that like I said exactly what you said when you said it. <laughs> <laughs> I knew Bradford City Dean Windass Brace was coming. So <laughs> um it, it might have been so good you didn't even hear me say it. So mm. I don't know. It'll be there if it's there. I mean, bro, 2001 was a long time ago. And that's 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 when I got bit. I didn't have too much time with Ken Bates and those guys. Put it this way, when I would it's almost like getting conscious. Since I've been conscious of football, Roman Abramovich has been the owner. Mm. Put it that way. So if that's me and I'm 31 now, most of the people I think who listen to this podcast don't have never seen Chelsea Football Club without Abramovich. Consciously. Maybe like when you were a little kid or whatever. But since you actually knew what was happening on the pitch, maybe not. So I could sum up his era by saying like frustrating in many ways, but ultimately... He's a winner. Yeah. He always wanted to win, man. And trophies, man. What, however, we do with sacking guys and everything, his main thing was always to win. Mm. You know. And I, so. I hope I hope he finds someone that has the same passion to win, but maybe it's more structured. Because Abramovich came in 2003, and I don't think he knew exactly what he was doing. He just loved football and wanted a football club in London. Kind of going back to the thing I said before about, you know, them buying property. Well, he was like, oh, there's properties of it. It's either Tottenham or Chelsea. They beat Liverpool. I think, uh, was it Desai who got the winner in that last game of the season against Liverpool in 2000 and was it two or three? And, you know, that put Chelsea in the Champions League. And, you know, that's that's he bought Chelsea instead of Spurs. But I don't think he knew exactly what he was doing. And in that way, now that Chelsea are a billion-pound entity or multi-billion-pound entity, the person who's coming in, I hope, will have a better understanding of how to run a football club from the ground up in the sense of you hire a sporting director first. I don't know what happens with Marina, with Czech. I'm assuming Czech will stay because, you know, he's Chelsea legend all that. Um who knows, Marina, she might go with Roman and to his other ventures, whatever the case. Or she'll, she might go to a different club. Who knows? She's the reigning sporting director of the year. So that. But hopefully the person that comes in just has a better structure in mind. Because Roman always wanted like sexy Pep Guardiola football. And he never really got it. But he got like winning football because he started with Mourinho and then went to Ancelotti and... Back to Mourinho, Conte, Tuchel, very pragmatic and winning. But he never got the structure down of the, the, the philosophy doesn't come from the coach. It has to come from the club itself. And that's maybe his only demerit in a footballing capacity. Is I don't think he ever really got around to instilling it after 20 years. It was always fly by the seat of your pants. Whoever the manager is, is how the team plays. 
maybe if you switch the ownership group, you'll find, even if it's American, if they if they understand they're ignorant, maybe they could find a person to lead the club in a more stable direction, perhaps just with less money available. We'll see. But we'll see. I am tired. Do you know what I realized? When you're tired, you get more quiet. When I'm t- when I'm tired, I ramble. It's yeah, a bad no, combination. It's 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 three a.m. <laughs> because that's because you always have to think about like you're five hours behind. So like I know it's three a.m. <laughs> bro, so it's like I'm like I'm barely awake, bro. <laughs> it's an emergency communication, guys. Yeah, we we recorded we one to. for you guys. Don't ever say we don't do sh- for you, okay? We do. We came through. We will see you guys. On uh, Tuesday. (laughs) Peace, 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 peace. Peace, peace, man, peace. Sports Social Podcast Network. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.